Hey, this is Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Jack Russell from Jack Russell's Great White. It's an absolute honour to be speaking to you tonight. I've been a fan of your work since the 80s. Hey, thank you, thank you for the review, man. It was really good. I, I was really proud of that. Thank you. See, the album's absolutely fantastic. I'm glad you've got to read it and uh, seen it. Can you tell me what's the media's reaction being like to your new album, He Saw It Coming? You know, it's been really positive, actually, more positive than I even expected. And I expected a whole lot. <laughs> um, you know, it's just been, uh, people get it. They get the album. Um, they're getting the lyrics. They're getting the uh, the gist of it, you know. And is and they're listening to it as an album, and that's what we intended. You know, we intended to listen to it from start to finish, not skip around, you know. So what's the response being like from... Your fans to the songs that you've released so far? Uh, they've been, yeah, it's been really positive. I mean, uh, amazingly positive. So we're we're really excited. I mean, it's uh, we took uh, we took a long time making the record. Um, you know, we uh, we didn't start writing till I don't know maybe six months before we knew we were going to record. But we really spent a lot of time on the production. You know, Robbie and I, and um, mostly Robbie, because you know he was just uh, he's a musical genius. The guy really. The album is an immense work of art. I know all of the songs are your babies, but which would you say is your favorite song today? God, my favorite song today? Okay, on, on, see, on Saturday, it's, uh, she moves me. What I've always liked and admired about you is your sheer brutal honesty, and that shines through on my addiction. Life is so much better not waking up with a hangover, etc., isn't it? Yeah, much better, much better. I mean, my the reason I got sober, you know, for my final time about a year and a half ago, um, I woke up after five days in a coma with my liver almost shut down completely, and the doctor told me if I drank again, I was going to die, and um, that was pretty black and white, you know. And having lost a dear friend in Janie Lane to the same disease, I didn't decide. I, I decided not to take a chance, and so I'm not going to drink again, no matter what. Blame it on the night. It's so groovy, but it deals with a dark subject matter. That is, uh, that is my uh, story about my wife's childhood. She was uh, molested by her father. She was uh, beaten from the age of two. She uh, was just she was she was spiritually abused, religiously abused, uh, physically abused, verbally abused, sexually abused. I mean, she had it all, and um, she still came out to be this wonderful person. But, you know, I see how it affects her every day, you know, in her personality. She's very insecure, and, and she apologizes for everything, you know, and even when it's not necessary, it just comes from a life of being, you know, just abused, and it's horrible. Child abuse, especially, uh, you know, sexual child abuse is just uh, the most horrific thing I can think of.
was looking at the pledge campaign i especially love the idea of going fishing with you i mean we are talking about the sea here not sunset strip fishing oh yeah no not, not sitting around a lake no i don't do that but i like to fish for uh, mako sharks that's my baby you know biggest one I ever got was 750 pounds took me five hours to get it in hell that was a fish but we're not going to go sunset strip fishing then that's a different kind of fish yeah yeah right <laughs> So pledge campaigns are an ingenious way to promote bands' work. The industry has just changed so much since the 80s. It's totally insane. Would you want to be yeah. starting out in a band in this digital age? You know what? I, I talk about that a lot. I said, you know, I tell people, I go, you know, if, it, if I was just coming up and just starting a band, I'd probably be a doctor. Really? You know, because it seems like there's no, there's no way to, you know... I can't see any kids in a new band going platinum. It's just the idea of it is just, you know, it's almost impossible. You know, unless you're like a little boy band or something. And, and you know, but people are just, it's all the download age, you know? Yeah. And it's uh, the, the problem with uh, people stealing your music and then wondering why their favorite band broke up. It's because it, they couldn't eat. You stole all their records, you know? The 80s was the prime time to be in a band and to be supporting oh, music. absolutely. That was, that was the best decade ever for music. I mean, you know, we were so many concerts and they were all, you know, everybody was playing arenas and the crowds were just incredible and everybody was having a good time. The women all looked great, you know, and the guy 
music, you know. Totally. I mean, it pisses me off when, um, if you go to a gig or even just like look online at a gig, it's always these people with their fucking phones like filming the show and that. It's just like, what the fuck? You know, you're there to watch the band, not to film the band. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then they, then they post their crappy videos on the, on YouTube and then they make it look like hell, you know? You're like, come on, dude, really? Yeah, exactly. You know, you're going to put this terrible sounding video up, you know, because you're standing in the wrong place and all you're hearing is a guitar and that's supposed to be how we sound. Totally. Long, long live the 80s. Let's fucking get a time machine and go back. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I, I instantly I would. I think about that a lot. It'd be so great to go back to, you know, 1984 or whatever, even 1982. I remember back in 1981 when we were, uh, we were called Dante Fox and We'll be going down Sunset Boulevard, putting our posters up on the, the telephone poles. You know, and there's like a million nails and staples in them. And you think, God, oh, the doors would have had their, 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 you know, posters up there. And, and we're putting ours up. And I look two blocks behind me, and there's Nikki Six tearing ours down, putting theirs up. So we'd have to go around the block and tear his down and put ours up over his, you know. It was a... It was really competitive, but we were all friends, so it was really, really strange, you know. And of course, the first song on the album, Sign of the Times, relates to the internet, etc. Have you managed to get on board with any of the digital revolution? Are you on Facebook much and Twitter, or is it something you try to avoid? I, I avoid it. I have, I have people that do that for me, you know what I mean? Um, unfortunately, but I mean, I do, I do get on there every once in a while. You know, just just to check in with my fans and stuff, and I'll make posts. You know, but I, I just I'm so busy. Too close. 
it's such a shame there is Jack Russell's Great White and the other Great White. Personally, for me and many others, you are Mr. Great White. Do you think you'll ever, ever be able to bury the hatchet with your former bandmates? Or has it gone way, way past that now? No, it's way past that, you know, and that's not so much from me. I mean, I try not to talk bad about them, you know, but they just can't, you know, stop. And, and every chance they get, they're just, you know, they just say bad things about me, you know. And, and, and you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess that's just what their trip is. And, you know, I'm trying not to fall into that trap because, you know, it doesn't do anybody good. It doesn't do the fans any good. The fans don't want to hear a bunch of whining and, and you know, he did this, she said that. He, You know, it's like, they don't care. You know, they don't want to hear all that stuff, you know? So I don't, you know, I just, yeah, wish them the best, you know? Um, um, and I'm just doing my own thing, you know? And I'm putting all my energy into making that successful, you know? Success is the best revenge. I don't need to talk shit about them. I just need to just fucking go out and do my thing and then, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen. You know, there's, everybody eats crow once in their life or twice, you know what I mean? So we'll see. I got a, I got a handful of crow, so I know I'm, I got and I got an idea who I'm going to feed it to. So here we are then in 2017. Is it a shock to you to be still here kicking and screaming and still producing kick-ass songs? <clears throat> is that a shock for you? You know... It, you know, it is and it isn't. I mean, the the, the the amazing thing to me is is that my voice is still holding out after all these years, you know? Live, it sounds just as good as it ever did, actually better. You know, it's, I've, I've, I've become a better singer because the more I sing, you know, the more uh, I learn about my voice. And I've been doing a lot of studying about the mechanics of the vocal cords from a you know, from a, a physical standpoint, and, you know, that's helped me a lot, just knowing how the mechanism works, you know. I was going to say, your vocals are amazing on the new album, and they do sound as good as they did way, way back in 84, and Danny Fox, God, 81, I was, I was 11 years old then. Yeah, 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 I'm 56, so, you know, I just turned 56 in December, so, you know, I'm, I feel 56, I don't feel that old, and I've been through a lot, man, I put my body through a lot of punishment, you know. Yeah. Um, but then I quit drinking and gravity stopped working so hard on me. What would you like Jack Russell to be remembered for in a hundred years' time? Do you remember there's a nice guy who had a great voice and, and you know, wrote some great songs, you know, that's all. Just just mostly just remember to be just a, a decent pe just a decent person, you know? No doubt about that. Yeah, my vo my voice is you know, my voice isn't really my voice, it's you know, it's a gift, it's on loan. You know, I, I don't I don't I, I look at it like that every day I wake up, I'm just like, Thank you God, I can still sing, you know, one more day. Woohoo! You never know when it's going to be gone. I hear so many of my contemporaries. I'm like, oh, God, I feel sorry for them, you know? Yeah. You know, a lot of them aren't disciplined. I mean, like, I start warming up six hours before a show and just, you know, lightly, you know, and then I do it in, in, at different times of the day, you know? And, and I've been doing it the same way for since 1982, 83, actually. And um, when I was taught, by a, a teacher of Don Dawkins, 
to him. And um, I've kept steadily, you know, I do this before every single show. And whereas Don kind of stopped, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, it, it really saves your voice, you know, knowing how to warm up and then you warm down. It's like being a, a, a you know, if you're going to run that calf line, you're not just going to start running. You know, you're going to stretch out and warm up. And then when you get done racing, you're going to warm down. You're not just going to sit down and have a hot dog, you know. That's the way I look at my voice. I warm it up real slow, and uh, so it's uh, it's good every night. You know, the only time I have a bad night is if I'm sick, you know, and that's not very often, thank God.
I see you've got um, a few dates coming up over in the States. Are there plans to hopefully try and get over to Europe? You know, we are. Actually, I was talking to Lita Ford the other day, and um, we were talking about maybe doing something over there, you know? Because um, we haven't been to Europe in so long. I mean, I, I haven't been. You know, I know the other guys went over there and did some festivals or whatever. But, um, you know, personally, I haven't. But I think as... You know, my popularity grows and people are starting to, to, to know about Jack Russell's Great White and realize that, you know, that's the voice that they've been hearing all these years. Because, I mean, people still here, believe it or not, will come up to me and go, Wow, I went and saw Great White the other night and you weren't there. I go, Well, I know, I've been out of the band since 2011, you know. They're like, wow, well, we haven't seen you guys in a long time. I go, I guess not. You know, so for the casual fan, maybe that, you know, haven't seen us since the 80s and know, you know, hear a blurb about, you know, Great White's playing. They don't know that we're not in the band, you know, that I'm not in the band. You know, there, there are people that don't live on the Internet, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, go to all the rock sites or the, you know, music sites. And it's not like this Mick Jagger leaving the wrong stones. It's not like going to be on CNN, you know. So, um, you know, so there's still people out there that don't know. But, you know, most of, most people do now. And we're starting to do shows with uh, other bands and, and I'm finding that crowd is a lot of them are there for me and, and as opposed to the bands following us, you know, so it's a, it's a good feeling. I got a feeling we'll be jumping up and that's, that's, that's the hope, you know, of a record. I mean, my hope for the record is, is, you know, I'm not even going to say I want them straight, but at least I'd like to get out of it at the, at the, you know, the least would be, have more notoriety and, and let us be higher on the bill so we can play longer sets. That'd be amazing. Well, I hope you do. Um, if you can make it with Sebastian. Yeah, back. I love Sebastian. He's, he's a great guy. I took him out fishing one time. Him and his, him and his ex, I don't know if they're still together. I doubt it. So sick. Him and his wife ended up fishing, meeting with her fishing all night for sharks. And he was, he was sick and he was sick and uh, down the cabin all night long. <laughs> and then he came in, we were, we were on the front of the boat, and he's up on the front of the boat, we're going to the harbor, and he's got the PA in his hand, you know, my, I got uh, the PA system for talking to other boats, yeah. and he's up there singing, oh, I'm skinny pop, and he's got these pants, he's got these really weird, like, European shorts on, they're almost like bun huggers, you know, and he just was hysterical, we, we couldn't stop laughing, and I'm grabbing the mic, going, no, people, it is not Jack Russell, that is Sebastian Bach, it was Skid Row, you know, it, was, it was just hysterical, I got some great shots of him, um, with me and a couple of, we had some sharks hanging up, and we were standing next to him. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a good guy. Okay, so I'm going to have to ask you this one then, because it was a big day in the USA yesterday. You knew this was yeah. How do you feel regarding Donald Trump being president of the United States of America? You know, I, I'll tell you what, I, 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 I would take him over Hillary any day. I just, to me, she's just a crook. You know, um, the fact that she hasn't shown her face since then kind of tells you a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I, as far as being a president, I don't know, you know. I mean, I, I hope he does what he says he does. I think he has the right ideas in mind, but, you know, we'll see. You know, it's always, and I just think he's getting, now he's getting blamed a lot in the press over here for stuff that Obama did. He's only been in office one day. It's like, hey, wait, give the guy a chance. He hasn't even had a chance to poop in the in the, the White House yet. You know what I mean? 
give the guy give the guy a chance. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm I'm not into politics really, and um, I I don't vote. I can't vote because I'm an ex felon. But if I could, you know, I would have voted for him. It wasn't like it wasn't like we had, you know, a, a bunch of choices. You know, the other guys were all just, you know, mealy mouth. And he was the one. I got I got to hand it to him, man. You know, he, he pulled it off. And that for for a not for a guy that's not a politician, you know. And that's what I like about him. He's not a politician. He's a businessman. And this this country is just basically a big business, giant corporation. You know, and it needs to be run like that. It doesn't need to be run by politicians with nothing but their own agendas. You know, oh, I vote we have a raise. Yes, I second that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The government has its hands in too much stuff, and it needs to be brought back to the people. Obamacare is the biggest piece of crap ever. You know, I'm paying $1,500 a month for insurance just for me. And I call up and I go, yeah, I need this prescription. My doctor said, you know, it's going to fix me right up. Oh, that's not in your uh, formulary. You can't have that. I'm like, why is my insurance company telling me how to treat? Why are they the ones that are responsible for treating me? It should be a doctor. But but they say, no, you can't have that. I'm like, well, then why am I paying all this money for? That's a lot of money for one guy. Yeah, it is. You know, for insurance for a month. That's a lot of money. And it's like, dude, really? I can make a house payment with that. You know, and a nice house. You know, it's like, you know, if they would have won, you wouldn't have seen Republicans out there, you know, doing all these demonstrations and stuff, you know. Matter of fact, we got one. I could look, I'm looking at one right now. Right in front of my marina. I live on a boat, me and my wife on a, on a big sport fisher. And I'm looking, I'm sitting in the marina office and I'm, I'm looking outside and there's this huge marsh. Everybody's wearing pink bikinis. It's uh, women's equal rights. I guess they're protesting, uh, that they they don't want to, they're not going to give birth control for free. People have to pay for their birth control pills. Well, why not? I got to pay for condoms. You know what I mean? If I want, you know what I mean men got to pay for their own contraceptives. Why should women get them for free? You know, it's like why? How is that equal rights? I don't. I don't know. People are always doing something or against something, and you know, it's it's just I've never seen the country so divided. You know, and it's it's sad. It should be okay. You want fair and square. We don't really think, we don't really like them, but, you know, let's just give them a chance. Give everybody a chance. You know, if Hillary were one-to-one, you know, I wouldn't have been protesting. I just would have said, okay, well, that's the way it is. Let's see how she does. And and I would have probably moved to some other country. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have been across the pond quick. You did it.
You mean uh, we went and did the uh, Eng uh, England tour with White Snake in '84, our first tour, and we did uh, we did England and we did Ireland. And I remember we were playing. We played in Dublin, and we drove all the way up to Belfast, which was a great drive. And we got to see, you know, what was left of Hadrian's Wall, and mm -hmm. it was really cool because I have, you know, my ancestors are descendants of seven Scottish kings, and and you know, we're uh, it's like. Um, I had I still have relatives in uh, County Court, so it's a, it was a really neat experience. But then when I got to Belfast, it was like what the hell? You know, they had all the streets. They got these you know corrugated steel fences. I mean, uh, walls going across the middle of the streets, and you know people throwing bottles across them. You know, it's just it was so really bizarre to see that. You know, you hear about it, but to see it was a whole other thing. And I remember. My drummer and I and um, my guitarist, we went to the bank. Or, well, we, of course, we stayed at the Europa, the, the Europa, the most bombed hotel in the Guinness Book of World Records. I'm like, that's great. <laughs> so we walk across the street to the bank to uh, change money. My drummer didn't have any money to change, so he just kept walking in and out of the bank, looking at his watch, you know, how long does it take these guys? And we walk out. And then all of a sudden, there's like these four British soldiers holding machine guns at us. I'm like, tourist, changing money. <laughs> you know? Like, what are you doing, man? And so, so we guys look really suspicious. Your buddy out here, you know, is walking in and out of the bank. And I go, yeah, I get it. He's a knucklehead. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty cool experience. <laughs> I can't imagine. I loved England, though. I loved it, man. We got to play the Glasgow Apollo, you know, which was, I mean, the same boards that Zeppelin was pounded on, you know. I'm like, wow, you know, these are the actual boards that all these, my heroes are standing on. You know? uh -huh. And it was just, just amazing, you know, and, and Leeds and, you know, just places that, you know, were, were famous to us over here. I mean, you know, like, like Madison Square Garden, I guess, would be, you know, uh, like to in your eyes, you know, places like that, you know, would be somewhere you'd like to see a concert. But, you know, you know, you got live at Leeds, you know what I mean? And then you're sitting there going, wow, we're playing this place, you know? It was just, it was amazing. I just had so much fun in England. I, lo I love it over there. I love London, especially. I just love it. You've got to come back. You're going to have to come back and do a tour. Or you're going to have to. It'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. yeah, I would love it, man. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Yeah, you know, I just want to say I love you guys, man, and, and thank you for all your support over the years. And I'm sorry it's been so long since I've been back there, but it's a sign of the times, you know. But uh, we will be there as soon as we can, and I guarantee you will see a band that you won't even believe. And it is so, we are so freaking good. And I mean that with all humility. It's not me, it's my band. Those guys are just unbelievable. Uh, I sing pretty good, too. Hey, this is Jack Russell, and you listen to the Metal God Meltdown. Yeah.
Take a lot of things to mend these broken wings. 